everybody. Welcome to the Learning and Loving to Fly podcast. I'm Brenton Thrasher. All right, today is episode seven, which is the week before my check ride. So this is the check ride prep episode. And at this point, I have done just about all I needed to do to get the requirements, you know, the three simulated instrument hours, the cross country time, the solo time, all of that has been pretty much into the books. And all I'm doing is working with my instructor on the last minute item. So I'm working on maneuvers, tidying those things up, you know, those steep turns, S turns, turns around a point, power on stalls, power off stalls, slips to a landing, short field and soft field takeoffs and landings, all of that stuff that you know you're going to experience and encounter in a check ride. So that Monday before I was back with my instructor for the first time in what seemed like a really long time, because leading up to this, I was doing a lot of solo work and cross country time on my own. And it was really actually refreshing to do all of that because. You know, having having yourself be uh, how do I explain this being by yourself, you're always you're already hard on yourself. And when you have an instructor next to you, it's like a double whammy of criticism and and instruction in your mind. So being by yourself to correct your own mistakes and figure out what you're doing wrong and make those slight adjustments as you're flying is super important if you're a learner like me. So it was very helpful the the weeks before not being with my instructor, but being back with them was also refreshing because it's good to have him in there to show him, hey, I am learning. I have fixed a few things. I've made some tweaks. My landings are a little bit better. My turns around a point are really good now. I'm learning about how the wind affects the plane while you're in the air, all that stuff. So that's really good. What I learned this particular week was that all of my turns, steep turns, turns around a point, um, S turns. What else? I think that's about it. All of those are really good. All of those maneuvers I had down. I understand that you have to bank more when turning into the wind. All of that where I needed the work actually in power off stalls were good too. the power on stall was a struggle for me all week. And it all comes down to setting yourself up the correct way. So if you're getting yourself set up for a power on stall, right, you're going to be able to recover for from it correctly. Now, I know in real life, you know, when a stall happens, you just got to recover and be be prepared to hit that rudder power back on and, um, you know, cram. But if you're going for your check ride and you'll hear instructors say it's not necessarily about how you get into the stall that the DPE is worried about. It's how you get out of it. But at the end of the day, you you have to get into it to show that you can get out of it. So I don't like that necessarily talking about you. You don't need to know how to get into it. Um, you absolutely know how to get need to know how to get into it the best way so that you are able to set yourself up for success during the check ride. And what I learned on the power on stall, what I was doing wrong was actually it was slowing the plane down to about uh, rotate speed, which in the plane was, you know, anywhere between 55 and 60 knots. And then I would level off and it would gain speed again. 
And what my instructor told me that was helpful is once you get to that 55 speed, then cram the power in and let the nose come up and you don't have to yank back on the yoke to get it to that angle of attack where you're going to stall. It will kind of naturally do that. And eventually you're going to stall without having to force it into a stall because these Cessnas, they fly. They want to fly. So they're actually kind of difficult to stall on a power on like that. Well, at least the ones I'm in are. So once I got used to doing that, it was so helpful because it was easier to get into the stall, you know, going straight. And then it was easier to get out ultimately because I set myself up right. After that, I also practice short and soft field takeoffs and landings. Surprisingly, it's the week before the check ride, and this is the first time I've practiced those. So I don't know if that was just my instructor thinking that I was going to pick it up quickly or if that was just part of the program, but I, I was actually surprised that it, we waited that long to do a short and soft field takeoff and landing, and I was pretty nervous about them. I watched a lot of videos online on YouTube about how to do them and kind of psyched myself up for them and turns out they're really just not not that big of a deal if you've been landing the plane decently you're going to do fine on a short field and soft field uh takeoff and landing so then uh, we're getting to about a couple of days before the check ride and i had asked my instructor for some oral prep where he'd actually given me a list of questions that are common to check rides. And you can find stuff like this online. You can look at uh, there are a ton of YouTube videos from CFIs, professional CFIs out there, career CFIs, I should say, that, you know, go through those types of questions. And, you know, you can you can find any that are 10 minutes to an hour and a half long and start answering some of those questions. But this school has a list of those questions laid out that we would go through. So I went through those and I also sat down and planned a cross country from Winter Haven to Daytona Beach because that's where we would ideally be doing, you know, the the, the fake cross country on the check ride. And uh, so <clears throat> once that was done. It was it was pure just all right, are we are we in here? We the oral prep, I think, was good to go. No big deal. And then come Tuesday, it was October 20th, my last flight before a check ride. It was pretty windy. We did all the landings and takeoffs. We did slips to landing. We did all the turns. Everything went really well. I was still struggling a little bit on the power on stalls. So at that part, and I think this probably is going to happen for everybody at some point. You're going to get to one thing, whether it's an S turn or maybe a forward slip to a landing that you're just not quite getting, but you're close and you're going to have to just suck it up and remember the fundamentals of pre performing that particular maneuver and you'll be just fine. For me, it was the power on stall and all I had to do was just really dig into my brain what my instructor had told me on how to get into it because getting out of it wasn't a big deal. It was getting into it that I was all over the place. So then the check ride was planned for 1021. I think that was a Wednesday. And you know, I was as ready as I was going to be at that point. I was nervous. And I get to the airport. I had taken a day off from work. I get to the airport and into the airplane. 
And the in, the uh, DPE called up and said, hey, if this was a commercial student, we'd be good to go today. But it is too windy. There's a little bit of rain around some storms here and there. We're going to have to call this one and schedule it for a different day. So that's another thing that I think a lot of people will run into is you're going to schedule some time for your check ride. And obviously, because you're learning to become a private pilot and you're flying VFR, you are you are under the power of the weather around you and uh, you you have to really depend on that to be decent. And you also want to set yourself up for success there by you know, being able to call a discontinuance if the weather doesn't look good, even to your standards, having those personal minimums is important, but you may want to raise those for a check ride where you know you need to perform some sort of maneuver or some sort of landing or something like that just to help yourself out. And that particular day was really windy, a little bit stormy and gusty. And so we called it. The trick was a week after that, I'm, I was going on vacation out to California. And when we rescheduled, it wasn't rescheduled till a week after I got back. So now I'm looking at two weeks until check ride. And I'm at 47, I think, eh, yeah, 47 and a half hours. So that's where I'm at before the check ride. Next episode, we'll talk about how the check ride actually went after that two week break and how I prepped for it the day before. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you're still learning and loving to fly. Take care.